When planning the road to success, there are a few steps to keep in mind. Identifying and solving the cause, facing and embracing change, goal setting, and being accountable. We'll talk about this today on Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. New and healthier habits lead to prosperity in all areas of your life and business. Now, here's your host, Chris Salem. Well, welcome. Hope everyone is having a great week. It's another wonderful day here in the New York City area. We hope the same for you wherever you are. Again, it's uh, sustainable success likes to say it's always a process. Everything that we're going through and everything that we're building on is part of that process that leads to the results you seek. And again, as we head into Q4, we encourage those that are looking to make 2020 or excuse me, 2021, a little tongue twister there. Uh, a better year than 2020, especially everything that we went through. We encourage you to reach out to us. Again, we'd be happy to assist with your planning and helping you to really take what you've learned this year and really look at your goals and how we can make them a reality going forward in 2021. You know, Don't wait till the last minute. Now is a great time as we're heading into Q4 to begin to do that. Uh, today's show is being brought to you by link to expert that's linktoexpert.com. And again, if you are looking for certain types of experts related to certain situation that you're dealing with, whether if it's personal or in business or anywhere in between, again, you could check them out. They have a wealth of different experts around the world that are at your fingertips to reach out to, to help you in any situation in your life and business. Again, if you are new to our show, again, we welcome you here. Again, you found us here at Voice America Influencers Channel, but we are also Uh, available to listen to at any time on iTunes and Spotify, as well as our Facebook page at Sustainable Success 2017. Feel free to come by and follow us there. You can listen to many of the great guests that we've had on over the last few years, and we would always welcome your feedback, participation, and engagement. We'd love to hear from you. With that being said, we're going to have a great show today. We're talking about how to stay visible in troubled times. And our guest today is someone I know personally, and she is wonderful, and you're going to love her, and she's going to have some great information that's really going to really help you in your business, whether if you're a speaker, a coach, a trainer, a business owner, a business executive, it doesn't matter. She is going to be able to address any of your particular needs on many fronts. Our guest today is Jill Lublin, and Jill is an international speaker on the topics of radical influence publicity, networking, kindness, and referrals. She is the author of four, of four best-selling books, including Get Noticed, Get Referrals from McGraw-Hill, co-author of Guerrilla Publicity and Networking Magic. Her latest book, Profit of Kindness, went number one in four categories. Jill is a master strategist in how to position your business for more profitability and more visibility in the marketplace. She is the CEO of strategic consulting firm and has over 25 years experience working with over 100,000 people plus national and international media. Jill teaches a virtual publicity crash course and consults and speaks all over the world. She also helps authors to create book deals with major publishers and agents as well as obtain foreign right deals. And you know we encourage you she's going to be sharing more about this today about you know visiting her uh, publicitycrashcourse.com website for a free gift. And again, uh, you're going to find out more how you can get in touch with Jill after the show today. And without further ado, we welcome Jill to the show. Jill, how are you doing today? I am doing great, Chris. Great to be here with you. 
Absolutely. Well, Joe, we, this is, you know, some crazy times that we live in and, you know, and a lot of uncertainty, but yet there's so many, you know, uh, there's so many opportunities that could be, you know, forged during this time. And can you discuss why, you know, this is such a great time that we, you know, that we're going through to really remain visible, you know, not that we should be hiding you know, in, in withdrawing because things are not going well overall for our, our economy. But, you know, talk about why it's so important to stay visible during this time. Well, you know, what's, what's so important during this pandemic uh, is that your business stay visible no matter what. Because, yes, things are going on out there. And, interestingly enough, it is an incredible time for you to stay visible right now. So, you know, whether you have something to do with health, mindset, whether you have something to do with business like you do, of course, plus mindset, um, whether you have something to do with uh, finances, right? All of these are completely relevant for right now. So I want you to be thinking about your publicity like a garden, and you, you must be planting seeds ongoingly, consistently, and persistently. So we want to work with what you've got right now, meaning what's up right now, Black Lives Matter, the pandemic, uh, lost jobs, bad economy, an election. All of this is up right now. Could you fit into any of those discussions? And then I want you to be planting seeds for three, six, and nine months ahead. What's going on then that you can be part of, a voice in, and uh, connected to? So that's what I'd recommend is look now and plant seeds for the future. That's a really good strategy. I, I agree. And I think, you know, what you had said, like, you know, kind of like it's like you're foreseeing the future. It's that you can't predict the future, but you could have a, a kind of a pulse on where things could go. And so more or less, you know, if you're if you're out there you know, being visible, you're kind of positioning yourself as a, a thought leader or a go to expert in your area of expertise. Do you feel, Jill, like, you know, as we move, you know, you know, there's times that we're in and wherever we're going that, you know, you can discuss again the importance of really positioning yourself, not only with what you do, but, you know, kind of why you do it, you know, more than just, you know, the, you know, the product or service that you represent. So I, I actually would like to say both those aren't as essential as the message, all right? Message, you got to zoom in on the message. So as much as I'd love to say to people listening right now, it's all about your product or service, why you do what you do. Actually, it, in from a media perspective now, not branding, you know, not sometimes what you even tell your clients, but from a media perspective, that's not the story. The story is how you know, how you, what you do fits in. Like I have a dating coach and she's talking about right now, she's been on multiple Fox News networks, TV, radio, huge media. You know what she's talking about? Can a Republican date a Democrat? Can a Democrat date a Republican? I mean, it's, it's just, you know, sort of a fun story. Now she's a dating expert. Okay. This is not her, she's not political, it's not her expertise, but that's what got her in to media. I, I was, have been on major, you know, 50,000 watt radio stations talking about uh, Aunt Jemima and Uncle Ben's branding and Dixie Chicks dropping Dixie. 
because of all that's going on in this, these moments. And that was what I was talking about, branding, not even publicity, but because it's related and because it's something I can talk about, it worked, right? So you want to find what's going to, frankly, get you into the news, what will slide your message in to other people's brains and hearts and spirits so that your uh, prospects come to you and are attracted to you. So that's really important. As the hour goes on, we can talk a lot of, if you yeah. like about message because I, this is the thing, Chris, that most people have to switch in their minds. It is not about necessarily your product, your service, yeah. or even you. We've got to switch the message to what gives value and benefit to the listeners and the readers and the viewers in the media. Yeah, you made a great point there, Jill. I mean, like it's it's more about what's compelling to the audience than what makes them unique. Where it's not about you, it's about them. It's about something that's going on that that is challenging their audience, or maybe that where there's something out there that gives them some hope and you know some insight to something that they could you know improve on. You mentioned the message, so let's talk a little bit more about that from your you know from your expertise on. You know, somebody listening, you know, you know, and they're looking at whatever they're doing, how they can really start to really, you know, put that message, you know, in, you know, in motion to get out there from, you know, from the starting point to, you know, you know, to the point where it's out there. Mm, okay. So the first thing you have to do is look at what's the problem out there. All right. So you heard me say I turned publicity into branding because of a topic that's important right now. Right, and uh, my dating coach turned into a somewhat of a political expert. Like, can you date? You know, the opposite, and that's for the moment her expertise. As she went on a major media tour for twelve hours, by the way, she was booked one media outlet after another. Now, see, that's interesting. Her main thing is being a dating coach. So mm. you need to look at what's the problem out there, and. And just fill that in, fill that blank in. And I'll tell you, um, the media, they love statistics. So if you can, uh, find statistics, see why it's important. Like, you know, I have a naturopath physician who's talking about how to stay healthy in COVID times. And, you know, what immune boosters do you need? That kind of thing. So make sure, you know, your information is backed up and that you have good information to give. Um, and then, once you identify the problem, you actually want to give real solutions. What do I mean by that? I mean, you want to tell people what to do. Give them solutions in five-year-old language. Tell them what to do in smart and simple ways. And this is really important. Keep your message in five-year-old language. Because mm-hmm. the truth is, a lot of people don't... Uh, understand your jargon, don't want to know how you do everything. You know, people just want to, shall we say, feel better, look better, have more money, have more clients, have more business, right? Uh, be more profitable. That's, you know, have good families, have better health. That's what they're concerned about. So mm. tie into what's key. You know, recently a woman in my uh, virtual publicity course, she said to me, uh, I see her hand raised in the Zoom. She goes, Jill, I got a problem. I'm like, what? She says, well, you know, I'm a business consultant, and now all of a sudden my nine-year-old needs math. 
She said, I'm not a math teacher. I don't know what to do. I don't actually know the math he needs. I feel incompetent. And I thought, well, now that's an interesting story, right? How do you take care of your kids' needs and run your business? How do you be a teacher when you don't know what to teach or you don't know math? You know, that kind of thing. I mean, I don't know about you, but I'd I'd be a miserable failure with math in these days. So I think that it's, you know, it's important uh, that you zoom in and tune in to what's the message right now. And that's the message we went out for her that actually got her multiple radio interviews and TV spots and uh, actually magazine interviews as well as podcasts and blogs. That was the message, right, as is the frustration of that or, you know, what do you do and and. She not even like she has to have all the answers because her answers are in the area of being a business consultant. But yeah. sometimes pose, posing the right questions is what's key. Yeah, and it sounds like from that example that you gave, is it makes her relatable, right? You know, because you know there are other people like her that are struggling. You know, maybe they've been forced to work from home when they weren't used to doing that. Now their kids are at home; they're virtually learning and you know now they got the kids in their works place workspaces and that can be overwhelming it can be you know and it can be you know there could be anxiety so she seems like from what she that was a challenge for her makes her relatable even though she's a fantastic business coach she's a real person like everyone else that we also can struggle in other areas and people can relate to that so would you would it be safe to say that you know when she's you know putting out stuff out there you know related to that area she's actually indirectly in a way building for herself that that credibility as you know someone i can trust and that if if i do have a business hey i i can i rather work with this person because i can relate to her would that be safe to say exactly well that's one of the things publicity is so powerful to do is it creates that not only credibility and visibility, but trust. Trust is so important, and that relatability is part of that trust. Oh, she's just like me. Oh, he's, he's having similar issues. Oh, he solves the problem that I have. She can relate to the issues that I'm having, right? Yes, absolutely. And it makes people more real. And I think in today's times, uh, that authenticity... Uh, more, you know, more showing of uh, transparency, because the truth is everybody can find everything out anyway. So, you know, you got to be just straight right from the get-go. And I'm finding that the more, um, shall we say, you know, I'll use the word vulnerable, but certainly a business consultant talking about, you know, not knowing math is, is more transparent, but it's also vulnerable. And, yeah, you could as a parent go, wow, I'm having the same issues. I thought it was just me, you know, and so it opens up a discussion and an opportunity to share and to give good information, which is what the media's job is to do, is to share information. Then it's up to the reader, the viewer, the listener to disseminate that, to interpret that, you know, uh, all that good stuff. But that media's job is to be information givers. Mm. No, so true. And I love that human factor and that, you know, that, you know, it's so more important. People identify with real people, transparency, you know, we're never going to be perfect. You know, it, it's and I think, you know, like again, people really identify with that. 
you know, what else would you say, like, again, when we talk about the message, like you talked about that relatability factor in that example that you gave, what would be some other things that you would say that would be important? Of course, you have to address that challenge. You got to know what that, what's out there that's, you know, that's, that's a problem. There's a challenge. What would be some other things that people could start to look at to begin to put that message, you know, together piece by piece? So a couple things. One is um, look carefully what's the topic out there. How do you fit in? Get unique about it. Get um, expanded about it. Ask other people how you fit in. So, you know, that's important because sometimes we don't even see, you know, our own great pieces like a woman I'm working with, she's a relationship coach. You know, she's actually a psychologist. She works in the school. She's highly credible. And I had her going out as the quarantine Cupid, right? Like how do you have these relationships where we're all in much closer quarters these days? How do you communicate well, right? She knows this just because she's a psychologist. She's able to talk about that. So I think that's, you know, you want to keep stretching your message. You want to keep looking to see um, how that is and, and what, what would be important for your future, right? And that's a real key. Um, so I think that's important. Also, I want you looking like what months of the year do you fit into? So a woman I'm working with, she had a stroke at the age of 32, completely wow. healthy. Yeah. Worked out. I mean, one of those stories that's like, seriously, how did that happen? And, well, it turns out, you know, there is National Stroke Awareness Month. Then we also had her for the American Heart Association Month, talking about the warning signs of stroke, right? Now, she's not an expert in that in terms she's not a medical person. She just had one that makes her an expert in, in something, right? So sometimes it's literally your experience of what's going on right now and um, with you or what you've been through. The women I've worked with who've had breast cancer, we have them out for October for Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And then sort of turning that around, a man who was uh, with uh, his wife actually had fourth stage breast cancer. Mm -hmm. Happy to tell you she's done well and recovered, but, you know, he just didn't know what to do. He got out for Breast Cancer Awareness Month talking about, you know, what do you do when your partner has breast cancer? Keep looking. Yeah. Keep keep getting expansive. Yeah, that makes total sense. Total sense. Well, we have about a le- about a less than a minute to the first break and any because I want to expand on that, but any other thoughts that you wanted to expand on the message, you know, till we go to break that you think would benefit the audience? Um, well, one thing is get out a calendar now as you're thinking about that. Look at the holidays. Just take a look, January through December, and see where you fit. You know, accountants will go for tax days. Uh, coaches may have certain holidays that are appropriate. Look where your business fits in. If you have a certain product, good. See what holiday that fits in. That's a really good, easy uh, st- more strategic, okay, I've got a plan for the year, uh, great way to get yourself out there. So that's what I'd recommend as an action step to take right now. Great. Well, that's fabulous, Jill. This is some great information. Again, you're listening to Jill Lublin. Again, she is 
the go-to person when it comes to publicity um, in business and, you know, in lifestyle. Again, we got more to come here. I mean, we just touched the tip of the iceberg here with uh, the insight that Jill is going to share with us. We have to go to break, but when we come back, we're going to be doing a deeper dive into, again, you know, how to create visibility here, how to stay visible in troubled times, and not only troubled times, but any time in that self. So uh, we got more to come from Jill here, and we'll be right back after the break. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects. Surrounding yourself with family and loved ones. Nurturing your spirituality. Maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness. And being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about eliminating limited beliefs or unblocking mindset barriers for entrepreneurs, sales professionals, business leaders, and professional athletes to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of resolving the root cause to the problem. The issue is that many people in businesses manage the problem but do not address the root cause to it. You now have the opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consultation calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now... Back to sustainable success. Well, welcome back. We're here with uh, Jill Lublin again. She is a international speaker on various topics like radical influence, publicity, networking, kindness, and referrals. Again, she's the author of four best-selling books, and we're talking about how to stay visible in troubled times. Again, Jill is the go-to person when it comes to publicity in your business and in life, and. We had talked about, you know, the messaging side, creating a message that aligns to the challenge or what people are looking for in the in the in the areas that you serve. So, Jill, you know, in this second half or the second segment of the show, can you talk? I like to talk a little bit more about like what people can do with everything that represents who they are and how that can play out in publicity to really connect you know, with, you know, connect them and their business, you know, how it relates to their audience. Mm, thank you. So I, I love to call this use everything you've got. Use everything you've got. What do I mean by that? I mean, for instance, in the Black Lives Matter moment, my, any of my clients who are African American, we have switched their story. And um, perhaps it's, you know, a certain element of it or segment about it. Uh, but if, if, if you can use that, use it. Uh, ethnicity, religion, 
you know, male, female. Um, so I think all of that is highly usable. For instance, March 8th is International Women's Day. I have some of my, you know, powerful women clients planning to come out for March, for example, because here's the thing, Chris, you got to be planning your publicity three, six, and nine months ahead. Mm-hmm. I have Hispanic uh, clients go into... Hispanic media, right? My Christian clients go to Christian media, Jewish clients to Jewish media, and so on and so forth. The good news is there's probably a media for everyone, and uh, and I encourage people to use it. It's not like you have to, you know, be specifically like big on in that area. But you know, here's the thing. Like for instance, I had a gentleman recently in my uh, publicity course. He's Pakistani. And we were going deep on this, and all of a sudden I see this, uh, you know, what would amount to a headbutt in the Zoom room. And I go, what? How you doing? He says, well, I just realized that there are five Pakistani newsletters in the Los Angeles area where he lives. He said, you know, I've never marketed to this community. And using this particular tactic, do you know he got in three of the Pakistani newsletters and on top of that reached 35,000 more people? Now, imagine this, 35,000 more people hearing your name, getting exposure, creating visibility, becoming sometimes, in most cases, part of your email list where you can then, you know, put out your message and give them continuous ongoing information, right? I mean, that's just phenomenal. So I, I really want to recommend to people that you look to see, I mean, sometimes it's really the so obvious, like, whoops, I missed that, right, to to what haven't you disclosed maybe or dealing with, like one of my clients who deals with uh, mental illness in her family, her brother has bipolar disorder. Well, there is Mental Health Awareness Month, there is Depression uh, Month, all kinds of things. What can you be using every thing you've got? One of my gentlemen I work with, he owns an insurance company. He did something else. He had actually a product that he came to me about to help promote and publicize. And what we ended up getting him into was the largest magazine in the United States called Modern Maturity, put out by AARP, right? Mm. And that's only the biggest organization. And why did he get in that? Well, because... He was doing a third career, right? And that's interesting. Like, how do you have a third career over 60? And that was the story. Not even his product, not his insurance company. That's called use everything you've got. Mm. And I'll share another story, but is this is that making sense? Oh, it makes total sense. I love it because, I mean, it just, again, plays into, I mean, in my opinion, correct me if I'm wrong, plays into you know, their strengths and plays into all these other areas where they bring value other than just their core business. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Okay, then there's Ryan. I love this one. Ryan uh, had run up to me after I gave a speech somewhere, and he said, Joe, I really want to work with you. And I'm like, great, Ryan, what do you do? He told me that he's an instructional designer. Now, Chris, to be honest, I had no idea what that was. <laughs> I mean, I really, I just didn't know. I'm like, Ryan, tell me what that is. And he told me. And, and then I, I looked at him. I said, you know, if you want publicity, that's not going to cut it. It's technical. It's, 
it's too convoluted, um, and, you know, frankly, it's not going to get you the, uh, shall we say, the amount of publicity that you really want. And so I asked him to tell me his story, and he told me that he had been downsized from a corporate job, and I remember looking at him, we had a laugh, I go, you mean fired? Yeah, he'd been fired (laughs) at that time. Yes, exactly. And, you know, who can relate to that, right? There's been a lot of downsizing uh, in all over the world, actually. And then at that time, he had a pregnant wife with their third child on the way. He had just bought a big house, right? Now, now get this story. He's been downsized from a corporate job. He's got a pregnant wife. He's already got two kids. And on top of that, now he's got a big mortgage payment. And I remember thinking, oh, my gosh, you know, that's, that's quite a story. I'm like, Ryan, what'd you do? He said, well, I started my own company and online within 24 hours, he said. He had eight people doing instructional design all virtually. Now, you know, that was interesting. And I remember I do what I do for every client, and that's put together a message that works. And that's sustainable. You talk about sustainable business, right? And, and I said to Ryan, you know what you are? You're a virtual office warrior. Now, Chris, I'm going to put you on the spot. What's the acronym for virtual office warrior? Well, V-O-W. Exactly. Good thing you got that, right? <laughs> yes. Yes, the acronym for virtual office warrior is VOW. And Ryan took a vow never to work in an office again. Here's what's great. That story got him in the front page of the San Francisco, uh, San Francisco Business Times. Wow. You know, that's a, uh, yeah, exactly. Imagine this. Any that's of big, you, yeah. you bet, being in the front page of your local business journal. All of them count and everything matters. And what was fascinating about that was um, (laughs) the headline. The headline of this article actually said, when fired, you too can vow not to work in an office again. Now, that's exactly what point we were using, virtual office warrior or vow, right? That story took off like lightning speed. It not only was in the San Francisco Business Times, but actually appeared in national magazines like Entrepreneur Magazine and Fast Company. You know, picture this. Any of you in any magazine is amazing, and obviously magazines that are read by your key and target markets are important. And he appeared in Mac Home Journal, and we had a big laugh, Chris, because, you know, Ryan says, Jill, I don't even have a Mac. Does it matter? (laughs) No, it doesn't matter, right? What matters is Ryan has a great story for Mac Home Journal readers. Let me tell you that by finding the right message, being relevant to the times, uh, Ryan's business, you know, I have to tell you when he came to me, he was looking to build his business, build prospects, create clients. And he knew that the power of publicity is what would drive that And what was amazing is that his business revenues increased over 40% using the power of publicity, right? And 
Ryan went from a, shall we say, thriving, a, 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 like striving business to a thriving business, literally uh, with this. And you know what's interesting is I've actually been back in touch with him saying, you know, you created and did this in a time when maybe it wasn't so trendy and an important time when actually, yes, things were coming online. People were realizing the value of uh, working remotely. I said, now we got a, n- a new story again. Let's put it out again. You know, how to successfully work remotely, how to work with a remote team, right? And, and so then he has another, you know, chapter to publicize and promote. So that's moving with the time, paying attention to what works. You see what we're doing here? Cons- being consistent and persistent in the marketplace and that's the power is keep looking at your story. How can you bring it up to what's going on right now? Ryan's got a timeless story. But, you know, I see this again and again with a lot of people is the, I'll call it the timelessness of your story and finding the right button to push that works so that the story keeps going. The story uh, gains more momentum again. And his story went on, I'll tell you, for nine months in major magazines, in TV and radio, in print magazines, in blogs and podcasts, consistent focus on, you know, how to create virtual workplace. Um, You know, he was on a trend, and we rode the wave, as I like to say. I don't exactly know how to surf, but I do know that when the wave comes, you better ride it. Same thing with publicity, and that's a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you demonstrated like just again how to use everything. You got to be creative. And I think sometimes people get, you know, kind of just on one track and it's not necessarily that, you know, why you might think that one track would is going to be the way to go. It might sometimes be something you didn't even realize. What would you suggest, Jill, like for someone that, you know, maybe that's happening to them right now and they're not like what would get them to kind of start thinking differently what would be some suggestions that you could you know provide people listening or will be listening that they could start to kind of like be open to like you know alternative like indirect ways to you know like what you just described well first thing is tell other people your story right and see what lands see what where their eyes light up see where their eyes glaze over you know um ask your clients what do you think is interesting about me? What, what about my service or, and, or the way I deliver or what you've learned from me? What, ha- what has helped you the most? And see what they say. You might be surprised. <laughs> it might be a wonderful surprise. It might also be something that you hadn't actually even thought about that you offer, right? Um, it may be something beyond even what you promote and profess, right? So I think that's really important is ask other people, you know, pick three. It doesn't have to be a lot. You don't have to do a big survey. Um, you know, I don't like making things hard. I wrote the book Guerrilla Publicity, right? So I'm big on simple, easy things you can do to keep your name out there. So that's one thing. Um, secondly, when you do get on, and I would recommend probably even starting with a podcast, like we're here on this podcast, this is fabulous yep. to do. Um, you know, good news is there are a lot of podcasts that need guests. 
And, you know, I, I'm on a lot of people's podcasts that are maybe sometimes even just starting. That's okay, because I know even if we're just starting, they're probably going to reissue it later, you know, and, and have people re-listen to it. So what I recommend is put in some keywords into iTunes, your keywords, you know, the things you might uh, support other people with. And so in my case, it might be publicity, right? And see what shows up. And then I would actually write to that podcaster, say, listen, I'd love to be a guest on your show. But, you know, the, the news is that podcasters, they need good guests, right? If you can just make, it's really like two, three, four sentences about why you'd be a great guest. I don't think you should go on and on. And then make sure that you have a good bio that does appropriately um, point out how, you know, how wonderful you are, and I do mean that. Um, you know, make sure that you're highlighting the most important things. If you've had the privilege of working with someone that other people might recognize, you know, go ahead and put that in. But I'll tell you, interestingly enough, Chris, you know, like I've spoken on Tony Robbins' stage. Well, that's amazing and, and wonderful. It was truly an honor and privilege. It's not in my short bio. It's in my longer bio. That's mm. in my books. That's on my website. So I'm a big believer in have a really good, concise, short bio, four sentences, really, just boom, boom, boom. This is what you do, right? And save the on and on stuff for later. But, you know, make sure to show, um, you know, if you're on a nonprofit board, your community involvement, uh, that part's all really good. But even the, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I've got six kids and, you know, a wife is not necessarily the story unless you're a parenting coach. So be, be uh, judicious about what you put in your bio. Be focused with what you put in your bio. Um, I like fairly straight-ahead professional bios unless, you know, unless you're a comedian or a performer or something where uh, more, shall we say, more humorous is, al- is allowed. Like one of the things I had a, a gentleman who was, had written several books. He speaks and does comedy shows. You know, and we made a joke in the bio that he moved to Santa Cruz, California because he heard the streets were paved with granola, right? Just fun, silly, something you could laugh at. That's appropriate in his case. So, um, so that's good, too, is make sure that you have a good short bio cleaned up, ready to go. And pitching podcasters is a great thing to do first. Then you send that to all of your clients and say, hey, I want to celebrate. Here's what's, got, here's what's happened recently. So excited to share this with you. Click here to listen now, right? That's powerful. Yeah. No, it definitely is. I think that's great. So, Joe, we got about a minute, less than a minute to the next break. Any other closing comments that we, we can, you can add to really bring this home with you know, using everything you got when it comes to publicity? Yeah, so um, so do not be afraid to promote, my friends, meaning uh, when you're networking. And, you know, one of the things I think is important is I, I recommend to people to network at least twice a month. And because, you know, everything's on Zoom right now, it is easier than ever. So tune into some national networking possibilities, um, attend meetings virtually, 
get out there, get your face known, do it on Zoom, do it safely. It's a great thing to do right now, and that's publicity too. So that's a great strategy. Also, at least twice a month, make sure that you're networking. Absolutely. I totally agree. And and I think, Jill, correct me if you support it, it's consistency. You have to be consistent, you know, so that's what's so important. And I love the fact that you talked about podcasts, radio shows. You know, these are just great ways to leverage your content to add value. And it's a win-win for everyone. Just like Jill sharing here, her, her expertise and her content to add value here on our show. So, Jill, yeah, awesome. We got to get to break, go to break, but we got more to come from Jill. Again, we got, you know, she is delivering words of wisdom here when it comes to publicity. Uh, we got more to come. We'll be right back after the break. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Well, welcome back again. We're here with Jill Lublin again, how to stay visible in troubled times. Jill has shared a wealth of information today when it comes to publicity. If you are just joining us here now, again, you can listen to the show on demand uh, later today, approximately any time after 3 o'clock East Coast time. Again, we encourage you to listen to the show in its entirety. There's just a wealth of information. And we're going to encourage you also to check out more about Jill and how she may be able to help you in this particular area from the, many of the different services and programs that she offers to help uh, entrepreneurs, businesses scale to the next level. And Jill will be providing that information a little later. With that being said, Jill, I wanted you, you know, you've had a book out for, uh, I think now a couple years uh, called The Prophet of Kindness. And and I've personally read the book and it is just a wonderful book. And, you know, kindness, I mean, when you think about kindness, this is even now the times that we're in. This is where kindness really comes into it, to the forefront. Can you talk about, you know, what kindness, you know, is you know, you know, from a, a publicity perspective or just in general. And, you know, again, how we can, you know, not only that we're going to using it to just profit, but how it benefits people in general. 
Absolutely. You know, it's interesting because what I saw in writing The Prophet of Kindness and, you know, really interviewing small companies and then case studies of larger companies is that kindness is what actually uh, worked to increase their profits. And it's not like that was a strategy per se, but what I noticed, um, and that's, I actually came up with something I call return on kindness principles. You know, everyone's always concerned about ROI, return on investment. And what I found is if you practice these seven return on kindness principles, hey, guess what? You're going to have better profits, happier customers, a better culture, happier CEOs, you know, and, and they're simple things like, for instance, flexibility, right? People need to be more flexible in today's times. Uh, gratitude, like really telling people that you're grateful for who they are in your organization. And, well, patience. This was fun, Chris, because when I was working on the chapter on patience and that return on kindness principle, I found I had to call the uh, utility company. They put me on hold. I ended up on hold for like close to an hour, which, of course, is not how I choose to spend my time and day. Yeah, uh, and I've I been remember, there. <laughs> you know, I think we've all been there, right? We can all relate to this. You get on the line and they keep putting you on hold or passing you from person to person. Um, thanks for waiting, they say. And then I love it how when people have been, you know, this happens on airplanes sometimes, this happens uh, on these phone calls and they'll come on, they'll go, you know, thank you for your patience. Or they'll have those little recordings that keep coming on going, thank you for your patience. And and I'm thinking, well, who said I was patient, you know? <laughs> so I just thought that was funny when I was working on literally the chapter on patience. And it is a return on kindness principle. Now, you know, here's here's what I know about the power of kindness is it will multiply your business. I've seen it uh, in, in uh, case study after case study, in interview after interview. And I think we all know how it feels to be kinder to each other. Um, and I think we all know that we need it more than ever. Um, but, so one of the things I'm always big on is, you know, practice. I know everybody says practice a random act of kindness every day. And I say practice a conscious act of kindness every day. Yeah. Like really do something specific that's kinder. Uh, it really could be as easy as a smile and as simple as that. So that's one of my big recommendations to people is practice a conscious act of kindness every single day. Yeah, like I said, when it's conscious like and, and you do that, it, it becomes more of a pattern. So, you know, so th- this way you're you're not having to remind yourself all the time. It it's actually something that it just naturally happens that you end up doing it. And what I think, like I said, I agree with what you talked about, you know, that it can just open up so many doors and, and sustain success over a period of time, you know, when we can be kind. And it's so, so true. Jill, can you distinguish between, you know, and I've seen this before, like there's kindness and then there's pleasing, right? So there's like, there, there's a big distinction, you know, pleasing can be, sound like a good thing, but sometimes that can lead to uh, codependent, like a codependent behavior versus kindness is more empowering. It's interdependent. Can you talk a little bit about that, that, the difference, you know, from your perspective and why that's so important to, you know, make sure that you people understand that and, you know, going forward. So, um, kindness is never codependent per se. Uh, yeah. it's, it's really an act of, um, 
what we feel, right? It can yes. be really spontaneous in the moment. Yep. It can be uh, something that you give in your business. Like, for instance, I have, uh, I have always a give, back, a give back in my business. I teach yep. a virtual publicity course. Every single course, there is a scholarship for a nonprofit, right? And sometimes, by the way, Chris, I spend uh, my team's time, I spend my own money in finding that nonprofit uh, because that's my commitment to always help, you know, to provide a seat as an example. That's one of my kindness in business, right? And, and there's, you know, kindness in my personal life and, and the two do meet, Right. So I think that um, also, you know, you can be kind and have firm boundaries. And I think that's important to know. And you can be kind and tell somebody something isn't working for you, right? Or even sometimes be upset in the moment and then maybe apologize. You know, I think we've all had those moments where our temper went off and we didn't really mean it to the person that it came out at. It could be frustration. It could be a moment, right? And so I think that that's important. Does that answer the question? Absolutely, yeah. I like I said. I mean, you, you know, it, you know. I always say that kindness is so. You know, it's more empowering where pleasing can be disempowering. So there's like a distinction, and 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 kindness is something like you said. It, it it's just something that you know that when we do it, we're doing it from you know from the heart level. You know, it it's we're. I always use a statement, Jill, like it's called give without expectation, receive without resistance. And it always comes from a place of kindness and that, you know, the, you know, the intent is to is to serve and knowing that if it, you know, if it doesn't come back from that person you served, it will always come back some from somewhere. You know, it's just kind of but, you know, from the discussion that we're having here related to publicity, you know, getting back on that, you know. What, what, you know, if we if we're able to use more kindness in our message in or in other ways, talk about that. Like how that could really, you know, really set a sustainable, you know, uh, I guess a platform for people to really elevate their brand and elevate their message more. Well, let me tell you about Panera Bread Company, who was featured in Profit of uh, featured in Profit of Kindness because. There was a gentleman in a small town in New Hampshire. His grandma was dying. It was Tuesday, and she loved clam chowder. So she asked for clam chowder, kind of like a last meal request. And he trots off to the local franchise and and asked the woman, would she be, you know, could she have, could he have clam chowder? And she said, you know, I'm so sorry. Friday's clam chowder day. He told her the story. She said. You hang in there. Just come back in a few hours. She made him the clam chowder on Tuesday, not the day. That's the policy of Panera Bread yeah. Company. He, she gave him a tin of cookies, and, and she wished him well and, you know, great, great compassion. Well, let me just tell you um, that not only, of course, was that a, a wonderful and the right thing to do, and this is, you know, an $8 an hour employee at the, who answered the phone typically. She yeah. just knew it was the right thing to do. And not only did, um, when I last looked, uh, there was over 350,000 views of this story because the grandson wrote it up, thanked Panera Bread, told the story. And over 350,000 views. I'd say that's good publicity, wouldn't you? And then on top of that, she got promoted. She's now a regional manager. 
Why? Because she did the right and kind thing to do. Panera Bread got great publicity, and kindness was, you know, was the right action. Mm. It's like you said, they did... They 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 came they came from you know integrity they know they doing the right thing, in this case they were doing it when no one was looking but you know in this case they were people were looking, so you know but again the intention was to you know to serve, and get and and, and help this person which I think is a great great story and so true, so so true, so anything else that you know Joe because I wanted to leave some time we have a couple minutes till I wanted to leave some time to you know let people get to know where to find you. In you know, in a couple of minutes, what would you you know some other things you could add about the importance of kindness when it comes to you know publicity and elevating your business and brand? So, um, so I want you to think about you know where can you in your business put kindness in? So you heard that I do a give back strategy of putting at least one person in my course every single month. Um, what could you do in your business? Where can you donate something? Your time, your money. Um, your services, right? That's important. And again, you don't have to scream it from the rooftop or you could let people know, um, but just do it, you know, in a smart way. Uh, so that's important. You could serve on a board. Uh, yep. Please, again, just even, you know, smile at people during the day through those masks and light up your eyes a bit. Uh, find ways that you can serve people and do it Every day. I, I, I can't stress that enough because when you just start looking, that'll make a huge difference. No, absolutely. The consistency. Well, Jill, this has been great. We only have a couple minutes, uh, less, to, less, less than two minutes to the show. I want to leave time for let people know where they can find you, what you're up to, and anything you would like to offer them uh, being on listening to your wonderful expertise today. Absolutely. Thank you so much. So, uh, I, I have a wonderful free gift for you. I actually have two. So go to publicitycrashcourse.com slash free gift, and you'll hear more great publicity ideas. And then I have a live and interactive free publicity, uh, more, more with me where we can delve into you, and would love to invite you to that. So to register for that, go to jilllublin.com slash publicity and I know it'll be in the show notes too Uh, so that would be great if you have anything I can support you with please get in touch and uh, find us and we will connect and answer your questions but um, for right now I, I know that those two things will really help you to get your word out and keep it out there because your message matters and that's what we got to do is get your message out to the world it's important Absolutely. And again, as Jill mentioned, uh, all the the links to uh, her free gift and offer are in the show notes, in the description of the show, and also within her bio. We encourage you to learn more about Jill. I personally been to Jill's uh, 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 workshops. They're wonderful. And again, a lot of the programs that she offers uh, to you in terms of online uh, courses are, are, will dramatically increase your business and publicity. Again, thank you, Jill. And we want to thank you guests for every week tuning in here, the Sustainable Success Way. We will continue to bring guests like Jill in to provide information that helps to scale and elevate your personal life and business to another level. That's what we're all about here at Sustainable Success. And we want to wish you a great rest of your week and have a wonderful Labor Day weekend. Take time for you and your family and come back uh, after the Monday refreshed 
to start the week and and to really you know uh, end this year in a po- on a positive note. Till then, we'll see everyone next Thursday. Have a great day, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to Sustainable Success. Be sure to join Chris Salem and his guests every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Have an incredible week.